0: Where did we end up last time? We were... Let me see if I well, remember.
1: Let me tell you here. Uh, welcome to Turtle Power Presents Power Playthroughs Podcast. Turtle Power, I'm your host, Turtle Power's podcast where we play games in a powerful way. Except for today, we're rating games in a powerful way. This is part two of my Game of the Year 2020 conversation where uh, my friend Evan is helping me scientifically determine which game I completed in 2020 I like best. Uh, we left off with Paper Mario last time, which was number 15 on my list of 25 games that I had completed in 2020 which means we have 14 games left to go through naturally because math works that way um, so Paper Mario is where we left off last time uh,
0: so that's
1: the last one you've
0: got right? I think so listen my notes were um, well let me see here <laughs> I started <laughs> My notes are, are are kind of all over the place. At first I initially tried to write every single no- oh you're not gonna be able to see no, any of that, are no, you? No, not every see single back. one and Okay, I tried to put every single of your twenty seven games into a list and was not able to write anything down. And then mm-hmm. I started the another <laughs> another sheet at at number four and was just trying to get the num- the names down and I couldn't even do that as I wrote. <laughs> so uh yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember which number was. That was number thirteen. You said. Uh, or fifteen. Was fifteen. To Mario. Yeah. Fifteen. I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> um, do you do you have
1: do you have a something you can run a timer on there? I just realized that I'm using my phone for this call and my iPad for my recording, so I don't have anything I can run a timer on.
0: I have a cell phone. Let's let's get a one minute timer I on can... there. can let me get a uh, oh i set to 30 because i had laundry going oh well all right one one minute timer i need to so i feel your 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 uh alarm that went off every time was Mm -hmm. just beautiful i loved it so i need to find something that's also insane Um, all right Ooh, spooky organs there you go
1: okay that's okay, a little. Hang it's on. a little piercing. A little ear piercing.
0: <laughs> okay, I can turn it down the volume. How about sp- space funk? Oh no, I don't, I don't like know. that at all. That's not it. Um, rush. That is not the band. Ooh, ice cream. How about ghosts?
1: You're not going to hear any of these.
0: I do like these. Astro? How do I undo this? Where do I go back to the regular You know, one?
1: I, I, think, I think I'm going to have you put it on Rush. I actually like that one. Rush? Okay. Let me, let me go find Rush again. Starlight. Um, while you're finding that, I'm going to let everybody know. Um, We are recording this in afternoon as my child is asleep, so I do have a baby monitor here next to me. So if at any point... Evan is talking and I stop responding to him it's because my child has awoken and I have ran out of the room to go retrieve the child so if that happens that's why
0: um, I'll have some great filler material <laughs> perfect
1: um I think with that let's get into number 16 on the list and start uh number 16 is the original doom from 1993 which is a game I've always known about but I've never actually played before um, I've got the Switch version of it, and I it took me a long time to play through it. Thank God the Switch version has save states because I abused the hell out of those. Even though I was only playing on the normal difficulty, this game was hard, but it was really fun to play through. Um, weird controls, because it is translated from a game, a first-person shooter that's designed to be played with a keyboard, basically. Um, but I got used to them pretty quickly, and it felt pretty good once I got used to it. Um, actually, it felt great. Like Just going around and shooting stuff felt really good. Like felt powerful in that game, even though I died a lot. Um, and then the very end of it was, like, super cool. There's, I, it's not quite the last level, but one of the last levels has a transporter in the middle of the room that, depending on which direction you enter the transporter, it takes you to different places. That was just some of the coolest level design I've ever seen a first-person shooter, um, even though it kicked my ass and was really, really difficult. So, uh, yeah,
0: that's oh, done. That's a time. Uh, how do I stop that? Doom. Okay. Sounds like you had a good time with it. Sounds like fun. The hard aspect of it, using save states, which Mm -hmm. uh, given the version that you had uh, being the Switch version, um, save states were a nice addition. Um, So the version you played without save states, would you have felt as positive about this?
1: It still would have been a good game, but I probably would not have finished it. Like, it still would have been enjoyable, but I don't think, I I just, I don't think I would have had Uh, the patience to beat it it is something where this is you know when enemy placement was set when you start a level it's not randomized so like you can get good by memorizing exactly where every enemy is going to pop up and that's basically how i would use the save states like run into a room and get obliterated and then load a save state and be like okay i remember there was a guy there there and there so i was just kind of like fast tracking that memorization and i probably wouldn't have the time or patience if i hadn't
0: used those gotcha um how was the soundtrack dude it's doom what do you mean? Yeah, it's Doom soundtrack. But it's Doom. You said this is your first time playing it. It was a it was my first time playing it. Was so, dude, it was fantastic. Dude, it's good. Doom doesn't mean shit when you don't know the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> the Doom soundtrack is incredible. I had heard the Doom soundtrack okay. was
1: incredible. It turns out it actually okay.
0: was. Okay. Uh, it sounds like you had a really good time. I am going to I'm not even going to waste the rest of my time. I'm going to cancel that timer. All right. um, it, when you said that the game felt like it was a really long time um was that just because of like the difficulty? Hey, hang on just a sec. And um,
1: my mom really likes Mickey Mouse a lot. But that's not what we're <laughs> here to talk about. We're here to talk about Ocean Horn from 2013. Um, so, oh, wait, so did we get that
0: Doom scored up? It was, I think I said 85. I got an 85 down for Doom. All right. All right.
1: Start uh ocean horn is a game that originally came out on a mobile devices on ios i believe and it feels like it i mean it, it it feels like a mobile game it's got decent enough visuals but everything's like a little just a little bit janky just that little bit of jank you expect from a mobile game but basically this is a zelda knockoff a, a top-down zelda knockoff it's kind of shown from a little bit of an isometric perspective which is cool but ultimately it's basically a 2d zelda game Um, that's fine. Uh, the dungeons are, are okay. The puzzle solving is okay. It's all okay. Nothing about it was terribly outstanding. It's kind of a cool story where like the world is flooded and there's, uh, an island that was taken up into the sky because of something or other. I don't remember the details of the story, but while I was playing it, I remember being pretty, um, interested in what was going on there. A couple places I got stuck, but like I said, that's not super atypical for, for puzzle type dungeon type games for me I'll, I'll look stuff up every once in a while
0: um but yeah it, it, was, it was oh pretty cool. that's your time oh okay <laughs> nothing more for you uh starting my minute um how was the soundtrack banal just you know uh, like 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 pleasant probably a lot of
1: flute and in- type instruments because it's all island themed so you know did
0: it feel um so isometric uh <sighs> There's not a lot of interesting questions I can ask about it. Um, There's not a lot of interesting things to say about it. It's it fine. Sounds, it, it sounds like it's just a game, and it sounds kind of forgettable. You know, I was craving a 2D Zelda game, and it was fine. Okay. It, the word fine is, is exactly what I would ask. Was this a fine game or an okay game? <laughs> it was fine. Uh, I don't know if that <laughs> ranks below or above okay, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, I'm I kind of get the feeling that this is just it, it's a, it's a game take it or leave it uh, is so was this a port of the phone game? Yeah, and I'd seen the
1: mobile game before and looked at it and thought about getting it but oh, that's um, my time. But yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. What what system was that again that you played it on? Uh on the Switch. Okay. And I believe uh, the sequel's out now on Switch as well. port of a phone game on the Switch. I don't like those words. <laughs> I you know, there it was fine <laughs> it was fine well fine is like dead center and that would be a 50 um you remember that it was good but you've forgotten the story uh story was cool <laughs> uh, it's okay I, i'm 50 i'm just gonna give it a 50 right straight dead 50. center 50 is not bad it's a it's a game straight 50. Throw it away i'll take it all right ready for the next one and go
1: the next one is Super Mario Bros. from 1985, the original Super Mario Bros., which I played on Switch via the Super Nintendo online app. So it was actually the uh, Super Mario All-Stars collection remake of the original Super Mario Bros. But I wanted to play it because um, the, the Mario 35th anniversary stuff was going on, and I was like, you know, I've played a lot of the original Super Mario Bros., but I don't know if I've ever beaten it. And so I set out to beat it, and um, I used warp pipes and stuff, so so I played kind of a condensed version of it. But it was, it was pretty cool. It, it felt good to go back and beat it. Um, I had to use a guide on this because the Bowser's Castle sucks. It has this like ridiculous puzzle where like you have to go through a door and it takes you to a room that looks just like the room you're in and you have to go through uh, another door. But there's like 20 doors in each room and if you pick the wrong door it sets you back to the beginning but you don't know that you went back to the beginning because all the rooms look exactly the same. So I guess the intention is that people would just play it over and over again until they found their way through and I was like this is miserable so to beat that part I totally looked up a guide. Um, but other than that, it was, it was cool. You know, I, obviously it's a game I know pretty well, Time. but I've never actually played it before.
0: Okay. All the uh, way here. <laughs> <laughs> um, starting my questions. It's Mario, so good soundtrack? Did it transfer oh, yeah. well to the new, ver- to the updated version? I, I don't know that the soundtrack actually changed with the Super Nintendo version. Um, I, I had the
1: NES version as a kid and it sounded just like that, but it looked better. Like, I really like the visuals
0: on that, that Super Nintendo remake. For a game that has been brought over and updated in the way that this has, how were the controls? Did they still feel? Did they feel smooth? Did they feel yeah. like it was an old system? Okay. They're, they're well, going.
1: everything felt fine. Everything felt accurate to the NES version. However, being that the remake looks like Mario World, the controls do feel a little wonky because, like, it it fe- it seems like it should control like Mario World and that first Mario game, like the way that Mario floats is different. So, but that's that's just you know. That's in terms of okay. how they. Hey, hey, Evan. Super Mario World is a better game than Super Mario Bros. That's basically what that that feedback means.
0: Did, oh, did I give? Uh, did we do Super Mario no. World?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. That sounded lovely but it uh, wasn't.
0: I don't have any scores in front of me from the last time we recorded, so I have no clue where that sits. Um, it sounds. I mean, it's a port of a Mario game, and most Mario games are decent. Uh, it sounds like it was just another Mario game, really. Um, mm-hmm. The controls lacking, uh, you know, that, that's one thing I was worried about when I was asking that question is the controls n- not, you know, taking controls from an old game, putting them on a new system and updating the graphics, but leaving the old controls can make the game very um, painful. <laughs> I, or, I agree. But at the same
1: time, I would not ha- like if I was in Nintendo's shoes, I would not touch those controls. Really? Like, like that.
0: Sh- those should stay the same to me. Okay. Well, I mean, like, move sets should definitely stay the same. I didn't know if it was just uh, like you feel like there's clunky controls with all these updated graphics or anything like that. No, it wasn't that it was clunky. It's that the the way the physics in that game are a little bit different
1: than later Mario games. So okay. the controls gotcha. were fine. The physics were a little weird. That may be a better way to say. it. Gotcha. Okay. Um,
0: I'm I'm not feeling like this sounds like it's a super awesome game or a highly recommended game by any means. Uh, it's kind of just sounds like it's a, it's another game and I I throw it in the sixties. Uh, do you want me to keep, I I have been keeping it at like in increments of five. Do you, are you cool with me keeping that? Or do you want to suddenly just change it up midway through the second part? (laughs) Oh, I I think, I think you should totally change it up. Um, Okay. I'm feeling a 63, a 63. I I feel like that's,
1: that's more pure than just a 65.
0: Yeah. I was holding by fives just to make it like headache a little less headache last time and now i'm like nah numbers are worth it <laughs> yeah numbers are worth it next up
1: on the list is metroid prime from 2002 Ooh, although me, i was not uh, playing uh, go all right i was not playing the gamecube version of this i was playing the wii version um which meant that i was using the wii mote as a pointer to play it which was a pretty dope i felt like samus it was cool um this game is uh, i i i i I'd played a little bit of it before. I'd never beaten it before. I actually had played more of it than I thought as I was playing through. I was like, oh yeah, I've been to this area. But it's cool. You do a lot of exploring this like planet and seeing different biomes on the planet and you get to um, get new abilities that let you move around more. I mean, it's a Metroid game. Y'all know how that works. Um, but I was inspired to play this because of playing Jedi Fallen Order because I'd heard how much Metroid inspired that. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to finally sit down and play Metroid Prime. And I really dug it. It had a fantastic soundtrack, super cool environments, cool enemies. The gameplay felt awesome for the most part there were a couple bosses that were difficult but never like unfairly difficult and it had a pretty good hint system in the game so i never felt too compelled to go look something up if i was stuck because if you don't like achieve an objective for a while then like the game is like oh you've decrypted new data that suggests you should go to this place or something like
0: that and so time's up um, that, uh, yeah <laughs> i like being the one who interrupts you now <laughs> uh, starting my minute um uh, everything sounds good. Uh, good exploration, good environments, good music, uh, difficult bosses. I know that sometimes those can be a headache, but that's part of a game, I think, is mm-hmm. having those moments where the game pushes back and you're just like, oh, crap, that's right. I'm not the uh, the only thing here that can kick butt, uh, which I like hearing. Um, having the remote, it was, was it really that much uh, better for you, you think? <sighs> Playing with the Wiimote versus on a controller?
1: Um, I... Y- y- yes, except for I have a child and I was often playing this game in the mornings while hanging out with him and he was like, hey, what's that? And would try and take the Wiimote from me. So that was like an extra level of difficulty that I imposed on myself. Um, but <laughs> but it felt good. I was skeptical of how it would feel to use the Wiimote in that fashion and it, it worked really well. I was surprised at how well it worked.
0: Okay, uh, This sounds like nothing but positive uh, responses on it. I'm feeling... Uh, I'm going to give your son a rating of 63 because that's really dope that he made it hard for you. But the game itself, (laughs) minus Atticus, uh, is... I mean... uh, Oh, should I be saying his name? That's fine. Yeah.
1: I say his name all over the place.
0: I I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm I'm so bad at
1: filtering (laughs) myself. Come on.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm feeling an 82. It sounds good. It sounds good. I... I'm a little torn because I mean, it sounds it sounds really good playing the Wii version. Uh, the Evan, Evan,
1: Evan, let me interrupt you there. You're not feeling an 82. Tell me what you're really feeling. I'm not
0: feeling an 82. It sounds like you had a better time than an 82 with it. I'm feeling an 87. An 87. All right. I'm feeling the seven. I think I think I just misread <laughs> the, the seven in my brain. That's you what misread it, it
1: in your soul is what you did Yeah,
0: in my soul. This sounds like you had a great time. Honestly, <laughs> That's uh, a good would game. you would you recommend it? absolutely absolutely okay um
1: hey this is a sidetrack but i found out somebody's gone in and made a vr version of that game uh if you're playing it on dolphin you can set up vr support and play it vr but only with the gamecube controller you can't do vr Plus the Wii remote tracking, which is like, so you either get the immersion of the VR headset or you get the immersion of using the controller to look around. They haven't set up both. I'm like, come on, somebody get
0: on. You just got to run two instances, get the Wii going with your, you know, (laughs) one hand. And you just got to have a friend who's doing the exact same stuff you're doing. It'll be fine. (laughs) It'll work great. (laughs) That sounds nauseating. Uh, On to number 20. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. Go. Number 20 is the
1: legend of Zelda links. Awakening DX from 1993 which is the Game Boy Color remake of Link's Awakening. Um, I think 1993 is the original release date, not the X release date. But in any case, uh, this is one of my favorite games when I was a little kid. I loved The Legend of Zelda growing up, and Link's Awakening and Ocarina of Time were the two that were like, these are my Zelda games. And Link's Awakening, um, I decided to revisit because of the remake being out, and... It's it's delightful, super good visuals, even though it's on a Game Boy Color, like everything. The art style carries it super well. Um, The dungeons are really, really fun. Like this game has some of my favorite uh, puzzles in it, uh, in the entire Zelda franchise. The overworld is really charming. You get to know the island really well. Occasionally, the steps you have to take to get to a dungeon are a little bit confusing. It does have a built in hint system that usually will resolve that. Uh, But I think I did look up a guide once or twice where it was just like, I know I'm missing something dumb and I don't want to run around the island to figure it out. Like as a kid though, I beat this game. I'm I'm I ran around the island a bunch. I probably look stuff up on game FAQs occasionally as a kid, but that's your time. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh
0: I saw nothing but good things from that report. Uh start my time. Um soundtrack for you said this was a Game Boy oh, game? Delightful. Such a okay. good soundtrack. Um good. It, even even
1: even with the limitations of the Game Boy, they did a great job with the soundtrack.
0: That, that's what I'm most nostalgic for. Growing up as a kid, I played a lot of games on the Game Boy, uh, especially Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I had on the Game Boy on the Game Boy Color as well. I've Great games.
1: Barely touched those games. They're
0: they're well, they're coming up on my list. Good, play them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it sounds like just it's another really good Zelda. Um, do what Zelda game would you? Hmm, if you were to rank Zelda games personally what zelda game do you think this is like right behind what what zelda game goes a little bit better than this
1: that would be tough for me i think like breath of the wild majora's mask and this would probably be my top three but i'm not sure exactly what order they would go in
0: really yeah that is my time okay so top three that is an interesting statement (laughs) um and the it's... thing is those three games are like
1: totally different. Like they're in the same franchise, but really it's like Majora's mask is my favorite of the traditional 3d Zelda games. Link's awakening is my favorite 2d Zelda game. And breath of the wild is something new that I really like as well. So it's, yeah, it's tough. With gotcha. those three.
0: No, that sounds, that sounds good. Uh, this sounds like you had a great time. Um, and I, th- I mean, steps to be leading to the dungeon. Um, should we be since you've played this previously should we be considering the previous playthrough or just this year's playthrough did do you think that playing it as a kid affected you playing it now
1: oh it absolutely impacted it but i think for this discussion i mean the conversation is games that i beat in 2020 so i think it's mostly
0: about that experience in 2020 having to look up stuff uh that was difficult like a like a guide online which is an easy thing for us to do nowadays um i I do have to detract for that uh but i I can also not say i don't think there's ever been a legend of the zelda uh legend of zelda game that i don't think i even once like oh i never thought of looking at a guide playing this game Uh, which is something that comes with those games and but it's something that needs to be said for um the next phase in a game like that like is should be kind of obvious at least um And there's one thing to be said for like, Oh, I was supposed to talk to a character and I didn't. And they were the one telling me where to go. Or there's just nothing to indicate where you need to go next. Um, You said the steps leading up to the dungeon can be difficult. Um, Was it just like uh, easy to get like mixed up as to where you're going or just. Um, Basically the structure of this game has you like kind of
1: complete some sort of puzzle in the overworld between each dungeon. So like, for one one example, there's a guy who needs these golden feathers back. And so there's, like, almost a mini-dungeon of going and finding these five golden feathers and bringing them back to him. And once you do that, he's like, oh, cool, hey, I happen to have the key to the next dungeon that somebody needs to go through in order to save the whole world. So you'd think he would just give it to you, although you also end the world spoilers in that game. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just that there's, like, these, there there's kind of a mini-puzzle between each dungeon, and occasionally it was, like... The, the hint system wasn't giving a specific enough clue about like what specific character I had to go talk to in order to trigger that to happen. And it was it like I said, it was always it never felt like I'm totally stuck. It was just a matter of convenience, like rather than run around looking for this because I'm playing this in
0: short bursts. I'm just going to look it up and figure out where I need to go next and then move on. Gotcha. OK, well, in that case, uh, then you already know the score. Do I? What year did this come out? Nineteen ninety three. 93
1: 93 number 21 on the list Wait, let me get this go legend of zelda wind waker originally released in 2003 uh on the gamecube although i was playing the wii u hd remake of it um i love wind waker you know i said majora's mask is probably my favorite of the 3 zelda games but i really adore wind waker i think that the visual style of it is outstanding i know a lot of people push back about it Uh, about the visuals when it came out. I think that's been rectified now because it is just oozing charm. Um, The world is really fun to explore. I ended up uh, marking every place on the map this playthrough. I didn't like do everything there is to do in the game, but I visited every square of the map just kind of for the hell of it one day. I was like, I'm going to go around and just check all the boxes on the map right now. uh the dungeons are really good in this one there's some really great stuff in there um the the one the forest temple in particular like always sticks out in my mind as one that i really enjoy the ambiance of um the music and it's great um, definitely some places I got stuck in this playthrough, uh, kind of the same as Link's Awakening though, where it was like, I know I can figure this out, but rather than spend a lot of time figuring it out, I'm going to look it up, and it just depended on whether I felt like exploring, and I would just wander around trying to find the answer, or if it was like, alright, I'm ready to move on to the next step I've done a lot of wandering, I'm going to look it up rather than continuing to wander. That's your
0: time <laughs> I got gotcha um, Were there, All right, I'm going to start my clock now, were there any hmm Do you feel like there was any difficulty that you experienced during the game because of um, the visual style of this game or the way that this one's played compared to other games?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, like the visuals on this, I think, are just gorgeous and it tells a much more emotional story. I watched the thing that talked about how Link's eyes are super big because that way Link will look at objects you can interact with as you walk around, which tells the player that you can interact with them. So yeah, I, I think that the visual style complements the gameplay really nicely in this one. Um, the places I had difficulty were, like I said, it was more just like figuring out where I needed to go next. And it was quicker to look it up than to wander around a
0: bunch more. Gotcha. Um, compared to Link's Awakening, um, when you got stuck and would look stuff up do you feel like without looking it up it would have taken you longer to to find the solution okay it would
1: have taken longer just because the world's a lot bigger um right so so finding the next step would take longer
0: okay uh i am i'm hovering at like a 90 it sounds like you had a really good time um it sounds like this was overall a positive experience um but you think link's awakening was better Fair enough. OK.
1: Um, Number 22 on the list. Good to go. A Short Hike from 2019. This one's a little bit of a cheat, because actually my wife played most of this game, um, but my wife doesn't really play games, so we were playing it together, meaning that she was hands-on controllers, and I was there with her kind of figuring out where to go next. But this is an adorable little game where you are a bird who has gone like vacationing on an island and you need to make a phone call but there's no cell reception and so you have to like make your way up to the top of this mountain in order to make a phone call and it's super cute it's kind of n64 era ish graphics um and it's basically a platformer where you're a bird that can walk and jump and you can glide a little bit and then you collect things that let you glide more and climb more and that lets you progress through the game uh it's got a lot of npcs that are each charming each have kind of their own unique story i don't think it had any enemies like I don't think you could get hurt in this game at all from what I remember. Um it is a game where fighting is not the verb that you do, which is cool because that's that's surprisingly rare. Um
0: and it was uh emotional at the end. That's your time. <laughs> NPCs. Uh the emotional end. Um you think that was mm-hmm. a positive experience or do you think that it could have gotten out without having the super emotional end?
1: No, I I think that the game is charming and heartwarming. And then what happens with the story at the end of the game is impactful in a way that surprised me, but a way that was like, wow, like, like was good punctuation at the end of it. I would say, if that makes sense, it ended with an, with like kind of an exclamation point rather than a period. When I, when I, when I expected
0: a period, there was an exclamation point emotionally. Hmm. That sounds very interesting. Um, the Do you think... I hate to throw this these words out there, but walking sim, do you feel like that applies here, or do you think this is something more?
1: No, I'd say this is a little bit more just because um, there's kind of... Th- there is platforming action that happens. There's jumping over gaps and figuring out what route to climb and stuff. Um, but I don't think walking sims is a bad thing either. I'm, I'm not opposed to a game that is more about the story than the gameplay but i think this one was a good balance of both
0: uh as far as a story this being more about the story entirely um do you feel if i if i'm put to put a number to this and put it a high you know up on your list it sounds like you had a great time it sounds like this belongs high on your list do you think the story that was in this game outweighed the gameplay of other games That's an interesting question.
1: I'm, I'm going to say no based on the fact that the story is um, it's light, not, not emotionally light, excuse me, but in terms of how much story there is. There's like a little bit of story at the beginning, there's a little bit of story with each NPC, and then there's a little story at the end. It is not like story driven throughout, it is gameplay driven throughout, but then okay. the story that it does have, I mean like you play Mario you don't give a shit about the story in Mario In just about any Mario game. You don't care about the story because who cares? Whereas this one had gameplay that was as evocative as some Mario games, but then the story that backed it was more impactful than a Mario game typically has.
0: Really? Okay. Um, Where am I hovering? I I think, I think that, Knowing how impactful the story is gives it good bonus points. Everything sounds like it was great. Having unique characters in the that fill this world, um, and the emotional end sound great. Those are things I look for in a game, um, for for experiences. The, the knowing that the story might not be the major leading point, or that it might not be like oozing with story, but instead, you know, you, like you said, there's there's a split of story um, at the beginning, middle, and end, uh, or along each NPC you find, but so so, there's just some definite like dry areas where it's just gameplay but no story. Um, I I I lean down against that. It, it knocks it down just a hair for me. Uh, from what you're describing, just because it sounds like it's not. It's it sounds like it's got some lacking areas um, that that could have been improved. Um, but I'm am f- I think I'm feeling like a 78. All right, it, it's up there as. A good game, something fun, something you enjoyed, but it could have probably been better. Um, I wanted to wait until you got the score out
1: before asking this because it kind of breaks our format. Have you played a short hike? No, I have not. Keep an eye out for it. It it literally it takes like an hour and a half, two hours to play, but it is delightful. Like if, if really, you find it somewhere,
0: I've yeah. I've really wanted to play it a lot. Um, it's been a game that uh, was on my list for a while, um, and i just have not had like the right chance to play it yeah uh, but outside of it, it looks like it ticks off everything in, in my book for like a yeah. fun little game to knock out so I, i'll probably pick it It up seems here. like one you would like yeah yeah, yeah. all right cool yeah, I, I think they pick it up okay uh on the 23 and i am ready ghostbusters the video
1: game originally released in 2009 i played this on the switch remake um it is a third person action shooter where you play as a new recruit into the ghostbusters and help them out with um dealing with some ghostbuster stuff this was written to be canonical in the ghostbusters universe it's written as the third movie basically um it has all the original crew returning in it um the gameplay is pretty good throughout, um, you're, you're, you know, shooting ghosts to weaken them, and then, um, catching them in traps, which is cool, um, downside is that you're playing as this rookie, but you're, like, it's, you always have other Ghostbusters, you always have at least one of their Ghostbusters with you, but you just play as a generic white dude, which, like, you don't have lines, you're just there, they could have just made you switch which Ghostbuster you were playing at throughout, or, like, at least put in some kind of a character creator because here's the thing you know who the ghostbusters are it's three white dudes and a black guy and then this game they're like what if it's instead time. of that you played as a generic white dude
0: that's 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 annoying uh you said the original came out in 2009
1: mm-hmm
0: okay um how did the controls and gameplay hold up it definitely felt a little bit clunky um but not in a way that
1: was uh super negative i i think knowing the context that this came out in 2009 the controls never really bothered me if i didn't know that if i thought this was a brand new game i'd be like i don't know about this something feels a bit off about it okay um your character doesn't talk no he's a silent protagonist they they just talk to you and call you rookie all the time
0: okay that's that sucks <laughs> uh, it,
1: it wouldn't suck except for the whole problem of it just being another white dude on it like if your character either had a personality or you just didn't have a character or you could make your own character that didn't talk like all of these things would have been better than we're going to add another white guy to the Ghostbusters and they're not going to say anything. They're just going to kind of be there.
0: Was it, Did you have any attachment to the character by the end of the None.
1: game? None. Dude. OK, listen, this game That's... looks pretty good. It's a remaster on the Switch. But let me tell you, there were some times where Bill Murray's character and and um uh, oh, God, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Not Harold Ramis.
0: The other one. I can't remember anybody's names from that movie, so don't, don't all right. look at me. Anyway,
1: not Harold Ramis. <laughs> anyway, there'd be three Ghostbusters in an elevator, and I wouldn't be sure which one was mine because they were all this just three white guys hanging out in an elevator. I'm like, wait, which one is me? Okay, that one's me.
0: Alright. We've got, let's see here. Oh, we're pulling it up. Let's find that IMDB. <laughs> Why can't I get uh, his name? Dan uh, Aykroyd. Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd. I
1: did not look it up. I figured it out on my own. Dan Aykroyd. Good on you. Bill Murray, Dan that. Aykroyd, and me were hanging out on an elevator, and I couldn't tell which was which.
0: Is it, and it was third person?
1: Yeah, it's third person, but it would be like a little cutscene where it would show you, like... This game This game sounds like it sucks. <laughs> the gameplay was fine. The 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 other things around the game bothered me more than, than the gameplay. How, how, how much gameplay was there? How, how long did it take for this game to... For, several hours i would say seven eight hours of uh, minus cut scenes no, no no total okay okay uh it's not I'll, a super I... long game but but yeah, it was also it funny which is hard for a game to do like it had it had a few good jokes in it i mean it's a ghostbusters game so they they had to try and get the comedy in there and there were a few jokes that i was like huh, okay
0: yeah um it sounds like uh overall this game was just kind of another one of those it, it's a game mm-hmm. uh it doesn't sound like there was anything it did particularly better than anything else. Um, and uh, for that, I got, I got to hover it around. I, I, an unnamed uh, protagonist or, you know, just named rookie that doesn't talk and is just a, a regular guy is sounds incredibly lame for the Ghostbusters universe. What what year was the game set to take place? I don't think they said,
1: but I assume not not long after the second movie
0: okay okay um i don't want, go, I don't even you, want to get.
1: you're the arbiter here man you, just like you, a 61, you aren't wrong
0: i i think a 61 that a
1: feels 61? like that's even too high i go what what tell me tell me where you really want Look, to put just
0: it. give it a 55 it 55. sounds like it's a game it's a game it is a game <laughs> all right let me start the timer for number 24
1: and we're good. Super, Super Mario 64, which I played through that Super Mario 35th Anniversary 3D All-Stars Collection, whatever it's called, um on the Switch. Um Super Mario 64 looked great on the Switch. It is like they didn't remaster it it's just all slightly upscaled i think i don't know the technical term for it but it, it still looked like super mario 64 this did not look transformative it just looked like mario 64 and it played like mario 64 and i grew up on mario 64 so it was really delightful to, to revisit that world um i had played uh, a little bit of the three no regular ds super mario 64 before this which like changes the game like you start as yoshi and there's new puzzles and you play as different characters this one none of that it's it's just super mario 64 again which is all right because i like super mario 64 a lot um i didn't i didn't do 120 star run i just kind of mainlined it like i got enough stars to beat bowser and i beat bowser and i was like cool i just played mario 64 that was a good time
0: um bob on battlefield is still one of the best
1: songs in
0: video game history (laughs) um For a game that is played on the Switch, um, did the controls feel good for a Switch game? Or did they still feel like it was a...
1: No. You're shaking your head. They felt like a Nintendo 64 game. Um, The the controls in this game... I tried tried having my cousin play... Or not my cousin, my nephew play this, who's six. And he was trying to move the camera around. And I was like, just don't move the camera around in this game. Like, you can, but don't. And he's like, why doesn't it go where I want it to go? And I'm like... Listen, this was an early game where you could move the camera. You understand how the camera should work better than this game does. So you just you just got to accept that.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it sounds like it's just something that you've gone through a bunch of times. So it like there's nothing new to add to it from your experience. Your experience sounds like it's an overall positive one um mm-hmm. and it sounds like you had a good time with it but that it's not like outwardly like oh this is you know i'll definitely go play this game right now or anything like that is the vibe um would you recommend it or do you think it's just if someone's played 64 before do you think avoid it or if you've played
1: 64 before go play some more mario 64 if you've never played mario 64 go play some mario 64 but understand that it's a game that came out in 1996 and was one of the first 3d
0: platformers Okay. It just looks about the same and the controls are about the same and there's nothing different. Yeah. It's just on your Switch now. <laughs> yeah. It, look, it looks a little better, I think. Okay. Um, that, that's a difficult one. Uh, your nostalgia, I have to c- count into the experience because, it, you know, without that, without the feeling of like, oh, I know this place. I've been here before. I know where all of this is. Do you think it would have been as fun? probably not it would still be interesting to see it because
1: like like from a gaming history perspective as the roots of 3d mario would be interesting but like if you've never played a mario game before don't get this get odyssey don't like play some odyssey and then if you're like that was really cool then go back and play this i'm i'm
0: feeling a 78
1: 78 for super mario 64
0: all right and whenever you're ready
1: super mario sunshine 2002 also on that collection um i oh no can you hear me
0: yes but you sound
1: very well are you back i'm back i'm back restart the clock i had some technical difficulty there my my headset i'm using to talk to you disconnected and then reconnected oh no i don't know why it how's the battery on it it should be fine let's okay, go super Mario sunshine <laughs> it 2002 like I was saying um I hadn't played too much of this one on Gamecube because it didn't click with me um and I wanted to try it again and I ended up playing through it um it, it became a chore to finish just because I wasn't super engrossed in it um It's all on a tropical island, which is cool thematically, I guess. But Super Mario 64 had such like a cool variety of worlds that you would go to. And then in this one, it's like everything's tropical and there's, you know, a little bit of variation. But the fact that everything, it was too congruous, if that makes sense. But also they changed the way that the worlds worked. So in Super Mario 64, you could often find... Uh, an objective that you weren't actually going for that time that you entered a level in super mario sunshine you cannot do that you can only complete the objective that you enter the level to complete and what's worse is in order to get to the final boss you have to complete the seventh objective on every level and so that's where it became a chore. at the end i was like how do i actually get to this final boss like i've collected a lot of these shines what's going on and it's you just have to do objective seven on every level oh, once you've done time. objective seven yeah, on I every think level the calls then you some. can go to the final boss I'm here. I hear you. Okay.
0: Whoa! I just got. I'll... Say something. Hello. Can you speak for me? Okay. Okay. Uh, you I... were desynced
1: there for a second. <laughs> Am I back? I. Is everything normal?
0: I'm gonna leave uh, the call. Kind of. It seems I'll like be right back. Oh, no. 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 You're good now. You're good I'm now. I'm good now. Okay. You're good now. <laughs> that was right. really weird. Uh. I had a lot of nostalgia for this game and loved it as a kid. I never beat it, um, yeah, because just like you, yeah, it can be game sure. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, did I really like it or was it just another Mario game to play? Because uh, I had a, a GameCube and almost nothing else at the time, and that you know that, sure. so I played everything like it was going out of style. Um, I don't have much to add here or questions to ask because I I know the soundtrack. For the for those who've never played it, how did you like the soundtrack?
1: Um the soundtrack I liked okay it's not as memorable to me as Nintendo 6 or as Mario 64 is but I also played a lot more Mario 64 so those are kind of ingrained in my memory but but I remember like bopping along to the soundtrack a bit as I was playing nothing nothing okay. super stand
0: out how did the gameplay feel on the switch
1: fine for the most part um there's a weirdness that the the GameCube had analog shoulder buttons and Mario Sunshine used that and the Switch doesn't have those so they just mapped different functions to different buttons but but it felt fine
0: i've seen other people complain about that it didn't feel weird all right okay uh i think kind of just judging from the way you're um describing it it sounds like it was just it was just another game uh it didn't sound like it really stuck out as something super important and like a super uh big uh feel for it uh (laughs) There's a, a wild <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I, I, he says, hey. Hi, <laughs> Troy. Uh, the mic's down here. Oh, sorry. Hi, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Lasagna's oh, man. ready. Lasagna's ready. Okay. Uh, we're going to be at this for just a little bit longer, and then I'll be up there, so I'll join you guys soon, okay? Okay. Love, Love you. you. All right. See you in a little bit. Uh, her cousin is making lasagna for the first time and is loving it first time lasagna bye Uh, that sounded like she (laughs) yeah so we're excited for that um for for this game let me get back to it back to professional mode uh it sounds like for you the experience wasn't great did you did beat it you said i did um i did but it like it I had I, I literally looked
1: up, like, how do I get to the final boss of this game? Because it got to the point where I'm like, I've spent enough really? time on this that I want to finish it before I move on to Super Mario Galaxy, but I don't know what I need to do to finish it. And then it turned out like, oh, you just have to do the seventh star in every level. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: That sounds incredibly lame. Um, I I don't want to pick it up uh, based on your description. I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing it for me. Um uh, it, so graphics were okay but the oh, setting it was lame looks
1: gorgeous on the switch they, okay. they did they made this widescreen and whatever upscaling or whatever technology is running on the back end of that it looks fantastic
0: very pretty okay how did you feel about um i know that there was only one objective that you could do each time you jumped into the level um for those objectives how unique did you think they felt because uh i specifically remember one of them i think it was the the there's a beach that you go to that has like a casino uh building mm-hmm. and the very first time you get there there's the shadow manta rays that you've got to fight right uh, and i remember that being a very difficult but also unique boss fight um, yeah and that's that's one of the I,
1: ones that stand out stand stands out to me is that boss fight like that that objective was super cool where you're fighting this manta ray shadow moving across the land and leaving paint behind that you have to wash away um Overall, I I think the variety was pretty good. They have these um, secret levels where where they take away... Mario's got this, like, water jetpack thing in this game. They take that away, and you're just doing, like, 3D platforming. And I remember really liking those. That was, like, my favorite part of Sunshine when I played it before. And this time around, like, I liked those, but they don't feel like they fit in that game. Like, it feels... what i what i remember thinking at the time was man i wish they'd release a game of just these levels and what i felt this time was man i wish that they'd release two separate games one that was sunshine without these levels and one that was just these levels because they just didn't seem to fit together that was the biggest drawback
0: on the objectives i remember those levels feeling kind of like a little ode to 64 Um, yeah very much but like a little love letter from the devs and and but they just didn't you know i i think i had the same experience it was like oh these are neat but you know they don't fit uh i i hate giving it such a low score but i'm f- i'm feeling like a 68 um, 68 yeah uh i can go with that just, yeah Remember, I, I mean like you're f- not
1: you're not giving the score you are you are I, revealing my score so you don't right to feel back okay so
0: that. i guess i gotta ask does that seem about right to you i can't answer that question i can't, yes, you can. I can't
1: judge this i can't judge this no, you That's absolutely can't
0: if a score seems if from the way you've described it if a score seems completely wrong i mean you should tell me like (laughs) that's that's a whole that's a whole part of it because you need to you know if we're if we're realizing what your score is and i give you your score and you're like that doesn't make sense (laughs) i mean like
1: no i I think that's
0: fair 10 10 points below super mario 64 yeah that feels about right to me okay sounds good i am ready for number 26 now this
1: is number 26 on my list of 25 games that has 27 on it which means we have four games left (laughs) Um, number twenty-six is Watch Dogs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have
0: four games left.
1: Yeah. So my I, I I had a list of twenty-five games that I beat that had twenty-seven games on it, and we're now on number twenty-six, which means we have four games left. <laughs>
0: that, that doesn't. Those
1: numbers still add up. <laughs> okay. Ready for you. Sorry watchdogs from 2014 um i liked this game i at first i was like oh kind of grand theft auto-ish and i was in the mood for an open world Universal. game so i was like hooked on it for that reason um but as you play more of it you find out that it's really more stealth oriented it wants you to be sneaky as you um basically find a building or a base and go i need to get some information from in there and you murder a whole bunch of people very sneakily and then you get in there and get the information and then you go to another place and do that all in a quest to get revenge for your niece getting killed after a job went wrong you get revenge by finding the man who ordered the hit on her and spoiler alert you disrupt his pacemaker with your hacking skills in order to watch him slowly die in a in a a panic room and then the game ends and it's like, Hey, there was a morality meter in this game where you murdered a whole bunch of people. But as long as you're doing story missions, the morality meter goes up. So I ended the game with positive morality after killing a whole bunch of people. And then after the credits, it was like, here's a scene where the guy found the guy who shot the bullet and you can choose to either kill the guy who shot the bullet that killed your niece or to let him go. Nope. And I was like, fuck you game. Of course I'm going to kill a guy. This, my
0: character's an asshole. Of course he's going to kill the guy. Um, the call kind of cut at the very beginning do you remember what the main Mm -hmm. character's name is off the top of your head aiden pierce okay how how unique of a character do you feel like he was i hate
1: aiden pierce he's a he's a self-centered narcissistic nihilistic asshole who granted has been broken by his niece getting killed because of him so i get why he's broken but he is a sad lonely broken man
0: yeah, uh, I remember him, his self-loathing montage as being very, very annoying, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it really threw me out of the game, uh, because you're doing all this cool stuff, and the whole time he's like, oh, I gotta find my niece's killer, because it's my fault, and it's just like, well, sounds like it's you, uh, you're the killer, so why don't you, <laughs> you murdered a so many yeah.
1: people's nieces and nephews over the course of this game, it Pierce. actually, I think just nephews, I don't know if there are any female villains, I think all of the security guards and stooges that you kill are all men,
0: now that I think about it. Um, would you, f- do you think it was a good game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 how do I have one going in? Okay. Sorry. My timer, I accidentally hit start a new timer while the timer was going off. So it was going to start counting down again. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, d- yeah. It doesn't sound like there was anything massive. Do you feel like it being a stealth based game? game but also a third person shooter detracted from the gameplay?
1: Um I wouldn't say it detracted necessarily. Those two things tended to work together fairly well. Um it wasn't like like in Hitman, if you screw up the stealth stuff in Hitman, the game's just done. Like you can't do both. And in this game, like I felt like I could do both. Like I could be stealthy in order to take out several guards and like lower the difficulty of an encounter and then screw up and it turned into a gun blazings thing and those both worked.
0: Okay. Um how long was the game overall? Uh, that's hard for me to answer cuz I actually played part
1: of it this summer and then I set it down for a while and then hearing everybody talk about Watchdog Le- Watchdog's Legion when it came out made me want to go back and finish it. Um so okay. I I'm it was months apart that I played the first half and the second. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um do you f- I'm Do you think this game had any semblance of a soundtrack that was that was good? Or I don't remember personally. I don't remember. I don't remember being any music.
1: (laughs) There's music that plays as you drive around like radio stations. And then I remember that like when set pieces were happening, it had like a soundtrack. I remember noticing the soundtrack kick in, but I don't have any memory of what the soundtrack
0: was. It it sounds like it's just kind of another third person shooter that uh, had some very high murdery moments. If you want to do high murdery, it sounds like high murder. Isn't your thing. That was your problem with, uh, uh, red dead, red dead redemption Two. I, yeah. Like, similar so thing. It's just won't... like,
1: like the game never stops to both games have this actually. Cause red dead redemption Two. I didn't even talk about it, but it also has a morality meter. And I'm like, don't try and tell me that you're judging Arthur Morgan's morality. He's murdered like 500 people. How can you be like, yeah, but he's a pretty good guy. Like, no, come on.
0: Well, I think we did have that discussion. I think we talked about how I, I got the deer and you got the wolf because you're such a horrible oh, maybe person. We did. Oh,
1: uh. <laughs> the game won't the, the problem with both of these is that the game will not let you beat the game without murdering loads and loads of people. And like yeah. there's the problem with watchdogs is that every time you play a story mission, you are required to kill people. And then the game gives you positive morality for completing a story mission. But if you bump a dude in the shins with your car, it's like civilian injured, you've lost some morality. And I'm like, I just killed 20 people and the game patted me on the back for it. And then I gave somebody a bruise and they're like, oh, you're a bad vigilante, bad
0: vigilante. It sounds like the experience overall was weird for you. Um, But in the end, you think it was a good game. Would you ever think of playing this game again? This one, no, but I, I'm going to play Watch Dogs 2. Um, okay, and I'm interested to talk to you about Watch Dogs 2
1: whenever you play it. I so. want to specifically call out, you said, in the end, was it a good game, was the question you started asking. And what I was going to respond to that with was, the game, would have, the game was better before the end credits because the morality meter never came into play until the end credits when it's like, people are inspired by this vigilante. But if you're bad on the morality scale, then they're like, oh, people are afraid of the vigilante. And I was like, that's dumb. And then that after credit scene where they're like, oh my God, are you going to shoot the guy as Aiden Pierce who sh- killed? I'm like, yes. Yeah, Troy, hello, my name's Troy. I would not shoot this man, but Aiden Pierce? Are you kidding me? Of course he's going to shoot this guy.
0: I- I'm I'm like, for some reason, hovering. I, I feel like it's it's hard to say because there wasn't a lot of quantifiable information you gave me in that review Um, outside of stealth-based, no music, and... It's third person shooter. It's 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 a a good game until you beat the credits. Um uh, I like seventy. I think is like that. Feels weird to me because like I can't pin an exact number, but I think seventy is like where I'm gonna I'm gonna end it just because we spent so much time talking about it as is. But you know, yeah, seventy. I just it feels weird. I don't know that there's a good number for it. Um, like just from the experience you've described to me. Yeah i think okay. 70
1: seems fair because yeah i mean like i played it i played it through yeah. and i I enjoyed playing it it was just also there was a lot of frustrating things about it so yeah
0: yeah i am interested to talk to you about Watch Dogs 2 and compare it to this someday if you'll well, hopefully that. hopefully we'll talk about that on my 2021
1: game of the year list because i'm planning to play it this year so i'm down for it <laughs> yes i've been booked <laughs> uh next up is pokemon shield from 2019 um, this is another game that went a couple months between playing. I started playing this the day my son was born, actually, last year, or in 2019. Um I, I bought it and I held on to it and I waited until the day my son was born and then I opened it up and played it. Um and I really liked it. Um it it, it does It does make some changes to the pork po- to the Pokemon formula, not nearly enough to like <sighs> It's hard because the Switch is a handheld and a home console. And for this to be the game that transitioned Pokemon to being on home consoles, it didn't change enough. But as the next game on a, on a Nintendo handheld, it was fine. Um, I thought the setting was was reasonably cool, that, that everything was like set in like Europe or in England, basically. Um, the new Pokemon that it added were pretty cool. The wild area is a cool feature. It made for a more interesting place to go grind than just battling the same like four Pokemon in a route over and over again um visually i think it looked pretty good um that is your time
0: okay (laughs) um the pokemon like the the background music your your soundtrack to your game Mm -hmm. uh do you remember feeling like that was like better than what you've heard in the past or worse or Well, that's tough. Nothing will be better than just the,
1: like, Game Boy Color or Game Boy, original Game Boy Pokemon music. You heard it here
0: first, folks. Uh, (laughs) Yellow, red, and blue is the best. I don't know what to tell you. Um,
1: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it it was good. Like, I remember, like, when you go into a city, there was, like, a big, bombastic music that played. And it all sounded, you know what I'll tell you, Evan, what it sounded like and what it felt like to me every time I went into a city was walking into Disneyland. Because Disneyland has that Main Street USA, and that's, like, kind of the feel I got. Obviously, it's set in England, but the feeling you got in every new city was, like, it felt like walking down Main Street. And the music sounded like the kind of music you would hear on Main Street. Okay.
0: Um, do you, uh, since this isn't such a huge departure from, like, previous games, how much did this feel to you, like, black and white or X and Y? you pick the two that i know the least about um oh, okay. but but I, the, so i mean I, I was a big time fan of like the, uh, of blue that was the version i had yeah. and i've played them along the course of it and when i got to like x and y things started to be like okay that's that's neat i guess and then when i played black and white i just checked out hard
1: i think uh, and x then, and y is where i checked out on the series if i remember right um not not yeah. totally like i still played the later ones but i i I don't think I finished any after X and Y and I'm not sure if I finished whichever I had. I I think I'd Y. am not sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, it sounds like you had a pretty positive. Do you think this is a good game or a great game?
1: Um, I think this is a good Pokemon game and I think
0: Pokemon is a great franchise. Okay. Um, uh, 82. I am feeling an 82. It sounds like it, it sounds like it was an overall pretty good experience uh yeah. outside of the the game not really changing as uh, the 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 Pokemon universe which I don't think that we've ever had one that really did change like too much except for adding new yeah. features. Uh Black and White I think it introduced battles with like up to 7 Pokemon at once. Um uh hmm. which was neat, but like uh, you're just fighting more Pokemon. There we go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it, it, it's exactly what i expected from a pokemon game in 2019
0: okay um sounds
1: good and next on the list is going to be uh, uh uh animal crossing new horizons um which i completely forgot i had beaten until i listened to skeleton houses end of year episode with you as the special guest where uh they mentioned having beat this game and i went oh oh shoot so did i um so yeah animal crossing oh no um, the call is frozen this is the animal crossing game that i've spent the most time with i played hang out oh no
0: i haven't come back we we need to restart the call completely frozen (laughs) can you hear me now yes i can hear you now Uh, i'm ready to restart this sorry
1: okay animal crossing forgot i beat it till i heard skeleton house say that they beat it so now i'm like oh shoot i did beat it this is the animal crossing game i spent the most time with i played a little bit of the one on gamecube i think my my think David had it. Anyway, um, I played a little bit of the GameCube one. I played a little bit of DS and 3DS and Wii, but this was the one that I got most into, and it's because... 2020 happened. We all got real into Animal Crossing for a while, but also my wife got really into it. In fact, she plays, has played and still plays much more of this than I do to the point that I was sick of not being mayor of my own island or whatever the position is and bought her a Switch so that she could have her own island that she could play on and I could have my Switch back and have my own island. (laughs) And once I got my own island, um, we reset it so I could be the boss and I got up to having a five-star Island and then I pretty much dropped off completely. She's still been playing and I'll play every once in a while. Um, but it, it it did not end up being a long-term experience for me after getting that five stars on my own Island. But we played a ton that before is... that on our first Island.
0: Okay. Um, buying a second switch for a sp- just to play a game is uh, a, a big feat. Uh, that's a huge decision. So that speaks, I think volumes and tomes to this. Um, I think
1: Nintendo uh, must have partnered with the U S government to make sure that those first stimulus checks came out while everyone was still really hooked on animal crossing, because I bet, I bet like <laughs> out uh, for luxury items, I bet, more switches were purchased with those stimulus checks than any other luxury item. Granted, a lot of it, you know, obviously rent and food and toilet paper. We were fortunate enough not to be in a position where we were like super struggling with those sorts of things. So it was like, you know, we did just get a check from the government that we could use to buy a switch. And I bet, I bet more switches were sold that way than any other like high ticket item.
0: I, I would like to see those numbers. That would be pretty interesting. Cause I think, <laughs> I think you're about right. Yeah. Um, there's not much I can really else ask about this Uh, from your experience. It sounds like it was good The drop off. It came off. It came up pretty quick for you Um, Mm -hmm. when you dropped hard. Was it uh, because of a negative experience with the game or you just drop, just put it down and just never found time to pick it back up or. Okay. No, it's, you know, I play a lot of games and and this is the only game that Becky plays
1: basically. And so she, you know, continues to play it every day. And I play games every day, but it's just once I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, objective driven i like i like experiencing new things in games and once i got to getting that five five stars i was like all right i've i've pretty much seen what there is to see here and i still like going back like every time i boot it up again i have a perfectly pleasant time just wandering on my island and talking to people and checking out the shops but um i i my interest in making that part of my daily routine declined pretty sharply once i got to the five star island
0: Uh, so you haven't like dropped it dropped it you've just you put it down for a bit and like you touch it here and there and play it every once in a
1: while yeah i probably play like two or three times a month maybe i'll i'll, I'll boot it up and it's usually because becky's playing it and i'm like oh i should go see if there's anything cool in the shops and
0: yeah okay well, i haven't uninstalled like
1: gotta... it and i i will probably never uninstall it for my switch i guess maybe that's the way to to look at that is that it'll just okay. live on there
0: yeah it, it, it's it's not a game that you necessarily i mean when i talked to brett he uh from skeleton House or skeleton house he mentioned uh that he was playing with his girlfriend, Jessica. Uh, and that, that was a, a big thing for him. Um, was that girlfriend or fiance? Am I going to get that wrong now? <laughs> Crap. Uh, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, it sounds like you had a good time. The way he described it, I think it sounded like he had a, a more enjoyable time himself. Um, for you, uh, it sounds like this was a good game. You're going to go back to it. You're not going to delete it. And uh, I mean, you bought a whole other switch for it. So <laughs> I, I think that speaks a lot to it. Uh, do you think this is a good game or a great game i think this is a great game okay uh i'm feeling a 92 it sounds like you've really had a positive time uh and that you haven't like just dropped it dropped it i there's some yeah. there's been some games this year that i just i hit a point where i was like oh i hate this and i'm not gonna pick it back up it happens yeah it does it does those games right, is this... aren't on
1: my list because this
0: is explicitly a list of games i beat <laughs> is this now the final game on this list
1: yeah, number 29 is my last game on my list of 25 games I beat this year that has 27 games on it. Um, uh, okay. uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Do it. What? Do it. You're good. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales 2020. I forgot that I beat this game. I don't. Had I, maybe I hadn't beaten this when we started this list. I don't remember. But in any case, um, this game's dope. It is a follow up to uh, the Marvel Spider Man game from 2018 where you play as Miles Morales. And. Everything is as good as it was in that game, plus just a little bit better. Um, The combat's a little more interesting because Miles has some new abilities uh, that Peter didn't have. The world exploration is pretty cool. Uh, It's wintertime now at New York City in wintertime, looks absolutely lovely. And um, the open world quest stuff is a little bit better because uh, Miles' friend Genki made him an app where people can ask you to come do side quests. So you can just like pop open this app at any time to find side quests to go do. And swinging around is a little bit better because one, Miles has a little bit of a different animation as he swings around that I like more. But two, the original game played like a heroic soundtrack that sounded like a generic version of the Avengers theme as you were swinging around. And this one plays like a cool beat that's like just a little bit of like a subtle cool hip hop beat as you swing around. And it's great. That's
0: your time. Yeah, that's sick. That sounds uh, like a lot of fun. Uh, What system did you play that on? Uh,
1: PlayStation 4, just a base PlayStation 4. And I, I had PS4. zero complaints with the visuals. It looked
0: absolutely gorgeous. Good. Um, good game or great game? Great game. Okay. Um, how? So the soundtrack, you said there's more of a hip-hop beat, and you said he looked better swinging. I know I saw somebody mention something about the suit from Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. Uh, yeah. Did you play with that suit at all? I did, and I hated it, because what it does you is, like is the you move at 24 frames oh, per second while the game's still moving
1: at 30 or 60 or whatever it runs at. And I hated it. I hated the feel like it just, it was jarring and unpleasant to look at.
0: Really? With the suit on? Yeah. With, with that suit. The suit looks great, but, but I did not. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't like it looking like it did in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that is the first time I've heard someone say it wasn't good. If it changed the whole game
1: to look like that, it would have been interesting. Like, just drop really? the whole game's frame rate. That would be kind of interesting to do. Um, I have to give you one other thing, though. Okay. Which is, you get a suit at the beginning of this game. Peter Parker's like, hey, I'm leaving the country. You're going to be Spider-Man for a while. Here's your first official Spider-Man suit. And it sucks. It is, like, the worst Spider-Man suit I've ever seen. To the point where I was like pissed off that i didn't have the black suit and i went and did a bunch of side objectives in order to like get in-game currency to be able to buy new suits because i hated it so much and then i did like the next story mission and miles makes his own suit like that's like the next thing you do if you progress (laughs) in the story is that miles is like hey i need to be my own spider-man not peter parker's version of spider-man so i'm gonna make my own suit and i
0: was like oh all right game you got me i didn't realize that you were gonna do that that's pretty funny Uh, I'm, I, that sounds like a good thing. Uh, so great game, good soundtrack, good gameplay. Um, did you run into any major issues that kind of felt, uh, problematic or anything like that? Or
1: no, I didn't run into any bugs. I didn't run I didn't really get stuck in this. I don't think I ever looked anything up. Um, it's, I mean, it, it was easy. Like it's not a hard game. It's, but it's breezy. That's what it is. But spelled B-R hyphen E-A-S-Y. That's when a game is easy, but in a good way. And that's how this felt to me
0: good easy okay um it sounds all positive and i can't pick out anything really bad from it outside of one suit which you can is an optional (laughs) suit you can can put on hey it's Um, a required
1: suit for like two story missions and then you get a different suit
0: (laughs) really you have to have it for the story missions what no Mm -mm. it is required
1: you will wear this suit because peter gives it to you and then you put it on and you are wearing it i think you could then like immediately go unlock other suits though which is what i did basically okay
0: um oh wait so the into the Spider Verse suit is the one you start with no 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 sorry
1: got two suits i didn't like one i didn't like because it looked dumb because peter parker's bad at designing costumes it turns out and then (laughs) what did not look like because the frame rate
0: difference was weird okay gotcha uh it sounds overall positive and i'm feeling high on this it it feels like this was a, a good experience and a good game um do you think it was one of your favorite games to play this year yeah yeah okay i'm feeling like a 95 A 95 for yeah that marvel spider-man miles morales that sounds great um okay so the question now is for, to figure out your top 10 is is that what you like to do
1: I think what we're going to do is I think we're going to say that's it for this episode. What we'll do next episode is we'll come back with just the ten that were highest scored from this list and talk a little bit more about each of them. Do you want to do ten or do you want do you want to do five? What do we want to do there?
0: I, I'm feeling ten, and uh, that would be that'd be good.
1: Okay, we can make cool. it work.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, when me and uh, when me and um, Brett did it, it was. Uh, we looked at the, the 10 highest scores that uh, Mm -hmm. I'd given him and, uh, kind of, I, I rearranged them around with that. Um, but that's spoilers, (laughs) (laughs) but that's, that's the way we kind of did it. And I I remember you and me kind of mentioned doing either like 20 questions to even like get those scores finer or not, but I know I figured anything works good for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll just, we'll take those 10. Um, I'll, I'll send you the list here so you can look at it and narrow down to those top 10 and then, um we'll reconvene to talk a little bit more about them and basically what i'll have you do at that point is do a refined score i think on each one um and we'll go from there
0: okay that sounds great for me all right
1: awesome well Well, thank thank you you everyone for listening thank you for being here uh thoughts cast is great your newest episode is you looking at cars on facebook marketplace and it is just wonderful (laughs) it's just wonderful
0: (laughs) I'm glad <laughs> there'll uh, be more once I get back from, uh, uh, Cozumel or wherever I'm going. <laughs> um, my son is awake. I have
1: to go, uh, real quick. Gotcha. Listen to thoughts, cast, go check out local podcast. Cause local did this format of their, uh, best things of 2020. Actually their brother's best things of 2020 Go listen to skeleton house podcast because Evan was on that podcast doing stuff and Evan, anything you have to say to say to the people, but I'm
0: going to go get my child. You all tap a and hope for the best. See ya. See
1: ya. Oh gosh, I can't figure out how to close this. I'll I'll send you audio.
0: Bye. (laughs) He's run away at top speed. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Hi, I'm Evan, and I sure enjoy me some podcasts. Wow, this podcast sure is enjoyable. But sometimes, life has a little bit more pegged on for you than what you thought. Oh man, is that a missile? I'm okay? Thoughtscast, part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Podcast Network.